Come on, man. 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 All right, welcome to a Friday edition, but today is Thursday. Welcome to a Thursday edition. <laughs> Off to a great start. Uh, yeah, this is killing it, man. First time we've done three episodes in a week, so it's really kind of confused me. Uh, wrong side or right result, and actually wrong day, wrong result. Um, got Nate Nestor here. Uh, he couldn't join us yesterday to go over the lines, but he's going to give us his thoughts on, on what he thought the lines were, uh, what the lines actually are. And uh, he's got his top five picks in because uh, he won't be able to join us tomorrow when we record. Um, so we'll go through those real quick as well. Um, Nate, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. Love it. Pumped for this. Um, been sharing this podcast even more. And hopefully I added a couple numbers there through some of my contacts. So yeah. Super pumped for it. Love it. It actually helps my betting, uh, surprisingly. All right. Great. Did you hear that, folks? It helps his betting. That's why you join us. That's uh, a plug right there. And all you basically have to do is fade me, and your betting will automatically improve. Uh, so we got, we'll got. we start with uh, tonight's game. We'll just go through the lines here, what Nate thinks. Um, got tonight's game, uh, Denver at KC. Uh, I had guessed 11 and a half. Uh, John really thought Vegas was going to, was going to, try to swing things back and make the big favorites even bigger favorites so they can maybe make some of their money back. Uh, he had a 13 and a half. Nate gets nine and a half. Uh, line came in between me and Nate at 10 and a half. So what do you think of this game here, Nate? It's still at 10 and a half, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Got a lean. You like anything here? <laughs> the lean here is somehow Denver keeps it close. Somehow. Uh, Casey just does not take over the games. They just, I don't know what's going on with their offense the last couple years where these lines come out huge and they just don't really cover the spread. Yeah. And if they ever do cover the spread, it's a nail biter. Yeah. I, I heard a stat that I think since 2018, they're, they've won 20 games without covering the spread that they were favored in. And that's, that's the second most team to do that is like 14 times. So they're really a lot. Now during their game too, I believe they had a stat up there as well, where they were down. They had the most wins when they were down double digits or something in the third or fourth quarter. It was in the last couple of years, which obviously you have to win to be on that stat line, but to be down that often and you're the favorite also not good. No, not good. Uh, we'll see. You know, Denver's got a lot of motivation to try and you know put on a good show. Um, not that Peyton's coaching for his job, but you know Wilson's maybe playing for his, maybe playing for his. Um, you know, we'll yeah. This just in too, Bob. My sources are telling me Travis Kelsey is questionable for tonight, and Taylor Swift is probable. All right, I'm I'm pro that. So. I don't have Kelsey. Positive things there. Denver keeps it close. All right, within double digits. All right, I uh, I probably will stay away from this game. I just don't know what to make of it. Uh, I don't trust Denver. Not enough to put any money on them. I don't trust anything in this game. 
All right, I'm going to take a couple days off and fly across the pond to London for third week in a row. Um, this game I probably will not wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning to watch. My time, uh, we got the Ravens at the Titans in London. Uh, Ravens, I had guessed uh, minus 2. John had a minus 3.5. Nate had a minus 1.5. Does not like Baltimore. The actual line is nope. minus three and a half, and the current line is minus four for Baltimore. Another game I'm staying away from, but what do you think you're I Bob, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry about that, man. All good. Phone's been blowing right. up. Can't promise it won't happen again. So, uh, right. take it back at Baltimore, Tennessee. Yep, got Baltimore, Tennessee. Or uh, we already the line is currently four. Uh, you had it minus one and a half. The contest line had it three and a half. Uh, another game I'm staying away from, as I said. And then, uh, what are your thoughts? Anything? Yeah, the- staying away from it. Uh, staying away from watching it too. Uh, with Baltimore in it in the game. Already, I'm already 50% less likely to watch it. And then you put them up against Tennessee. It's a game I just have zero interest in. However, not good for this podcast if we skip games. So it's going to be a tight one. Um, I'm going to probably lean Tennessee here. Baltimore showed me a lot against Pittsburgh, up 10, down. I think Tennessee's better than Pittsburgh. I'll I'll take uh I'll take the points. Nah. All right. Uh yeah, I'm gonna probably take the points on this one too. Um, but I'm not gonna wake up to watch it. All right, then we go down to Atlanta, uh, where we got the commanders. Uh somehow sit at two and three. I'm not sure how they won two games against the Falcons. Uh three and two. Uh John, we John and I both guessed this minus two and a half. Nate had it minus one and a half. He's a bigger commander fan than most of us. Uh it has actual minus two and a half, and it's sitting at minus two and a half for Atlanta. Um, I actually have this as one of my five. Uh, Atlanta is my uh lowest of the five, my one weight. Oh. Wow, I'm a little surprised you have them in your top five. This game seems as a toss-up. I could also even write pick them on it. Ah. So yeah, I, I don't I don't know if I don't know if I'd feel comfortable even putting any money on it either direction. They seem both equal. Um, this is about as close as it comes. Home field, I guess uh, I, I get the the nod to Atlanta as well, like you, but definitely not confident enough to be in my top five. Yeah, this was more a bet on the Ritters never lost in home streak and and just not liking the commanders. So and they're most mirrored teams, in my opinion. It, it, this is this is probably one of the closest matchups that you could put together. Both offenses, I don't think, are clicking. That they'll show signs of it for a quarter, quarter and a half stretch each team, and then they disappear for two and a half quarters. It's like, yeah, I, I think the Atlanta defense is a lot better than Washington's too. So. I can give you that, um, but again, very very closely. Two closely mirrored teams. All right. Now we go to uh, what I think is honestly another two closely mirrored teams, Minnesota at Chicago. Um, did, did you really have Chicago minus two and a half? 
I really did. Chicago, I don't think, should be favored against our fantasy league. Um, <laughs> uh, I had Minnesota minus four. John had Minnesota as minus two and a half. John got it right at minus two and a half. It is still two and a half. Uh, trending towards minus three eventually here, though, because the juice is minus 115 on the two and a half. Uh, so if you like Minnesota, get that bet in now. Um, I I'm going to ride the Chicago wave right here. Bro. All right. I can um, see that. I don't Jefferson. mind that. Jefferson's out. Chicago at home. Ride that wave. Although I don't like Herbert being out for Chicago. Uh, he's a great, he's been a great addition for them over the last two years, which obviously let Montgomery go because they, you know, very confident in Herbert. I'm, that that hurts a little bit, obviously, uh, but I'm going to lean Bears here at home. Okay. Can't believe I'm saying that. I know we have a few friends out there that will probably be surprised as well, and probably don't want anybody to start picking them and thinking they're playing well. But I think it's I think it's their time to start riding with it. DJ Moore and Fields are clicking. I'm yep. going to go Chicago here at home. Minnesota just finds a way. They just find a way to lose. Last year they found they found a way to win somehow 13 games despite being outscored. I'll repeat that stat as often as I can. Uh, but this year they're finding that they're losing the games they were supposed to lose last year. Somebody uh, said there's a it's a means to get back to the correction or something like that. Version, a reversion to the mean. Yeah, that's it. That's, a, that's, that's it. your fancy statistic term for the day. Um, Tell me what team can take you can take away their number one target, which might even be one of the number one targets in all of the NFL and they still click and they still are going to come out and win. Not very many in Minnesota is no different. Take Jefferson out. It's going to be a struggle. Yeah. Um, I apologize to all, to all Jefferson fans out there uh, and all Jefferson fantasy football owners because I drafted him in the first round, which is the kiss of death. Uh, moving on to your team here, the Bengals finally showing signs of life last night. Hosting the Seahawks coming off a bye. Uh, John had a minus three and a half. I had a minus two and a half. You also had a three and a half. Line is two and a half. Uh, current MGM line is minus two and a half. It came back down. Uh, was it minus three? Uh, looks like they got uh, some uh, some Seahawk money there at uh, plus three. So they brought it down to two and a half. It's actually coming down towards two because it's plus two and a half uh, minus 105. I'll take it all day long. Yeah, this is this your is my number this one. This is your number, this is one. number one. This was my this was my three my three weight this this week. My third of the five. Uh, this is your big your five weight five star bet. So apparently, you just need to play good for one week, and I'm I'm going to ride your coattails here. I did it with Chicago with the last game we just talked about. Since he's clicking, since he's at home, Seattle's coming this direction. Burrow just read a report today. He's Close to the hundred percent. Not sure how that happens during midseason, and you couldn't throw the ball two weeks ago. But hey, finally found Chase a few times last week. A few. Trey Hendrickson. Like 15. Yeah, I mean, small little record. <laughs> Trey Hendrickson is uh, he's at uh, six sacks this year already, tied for second. They're 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 starting to click together. Since he is classic doing this the last three years. Zach Taylor, notorious for not playing anybody in the preseason. It shows the first three games. And then all of a sudden, hey, Bengals know how to play football. And this week is no different. Um, I'm going, I'm going Sensi. I'm going Sensi big. 
Yeah, since he's since he's pretty high on my list too. I think he'll be high on a lot of people's list. Um, and good for you, Bengals fans. And I like Joe Burrow, so it's good to see him finally healthy. It looks like. All right, I'll let you know Sunday afternoon. Yes, I'm sure you will. Uh, actually, it'll be Sunday morning. Um, so, so we've got uh, staying in Ohio in the NFC AFC North, uh, San Francisco. Maybe looking pretty good uh, coming and playing the Browns, who are probably going to be without Deshaun Watson. It looks like mm. this line keep. Yeah, he doesn't want to play against the defense like that. No, yeah, I think I'll sit out against two of the better defenses in the league, then just come back. You know, after the bye week, uh, I already already booked a couple appointments during the game. Oh, so. zing! Uh, John John's Whoa. gonna love that. He loves he loves he's here for all the Watson massage jokes. Uh, so we got San, San, San Fran at Cleveland. John had minus six if there's a line. Uh, I only had San Fran minus three and a half because I'm an idiot. Uh, Nate had four and a half. Uh, the opening line was five and a half, and it is now up to seven and a half uh, favoring San Francisco. Uh, the line's just exploding. I If Watson's not playing, the only thing the Browns chance are is their, their incredible defense, which is the highest-ranked defense by DVOA in the history of DVOA. Um, and that's not, this this that, game that's right here. So. You got, you're on uh, San Francisco's your second-best bet of the week. So Yeah, well, that's also at the opening line. Yeah, but that's the, the contest line of five and a half. So you're getting, yeah. you're getting some value there. If it's over a touchdown, I always I, I have a little bit of a rule here lately. You know, certain teams, if you're giving me a touch or if they're giving a touchdown, I'm going to take it. If you can get San Fran seven or under all over it, opening line obviously would have been the greatest at five and a half. This is, uh, there's no way Cleveland should be in this game. We were talking about, you know, taking away your top. Taking away your top targets, well, you're gonna you're gonna lose Chubb, then you're gonna lose Watson. Last game, Cleveland didn't look very good after Watson's out. Give me uh give me San Fran all day long. Even at seven and a half, I'm still taking San Fran, but not I probably would not be as big. But if it's seven or less, I'm there's no question. Until somebody knocks them off, and I don't think it's gonna be Cleveland, I'm going San Fran. Yeah. Um I'm with you there. Uh, this may end up actually being one of my five uh, if this line keeps moving. Um, right now, it's not. Uh, just because I didn't realize how badly Watson was out. Um, the under is the lowest of the week, I believe, at 37, 37 and a half, 37, right on 37. So, and two solid defenses. But is Denzel Ward even playing? I know he was out yeah. recently. I mean, there's just so much firepower in San Fran. They're stacked throughout. Like I said, until somebody knocks them off, I think that Philly game is going to show me everything I need to see about San Fran here in a couple weeks. But as of right now, nobody's even close oh, to them. They are the class of the league for sure. Yeah. All right, moving on to a team that's not the class of the league, uh, Carolina. Uh, going down to Miami. Uh, John had it Miami minus 17, which I would just, I would have loved if that was right. Uh, I had 12 and a half. You had 13 and a half. It is 13 and a half. It is still 13 and a half. Um, and it's actually my five. My big bet of the week is the Dolphins. Um, I can see that. I was doing some work last night. I got home and I had on the old replay NFL network replay of the, the Dolphins Giants game. 
just in the background and and every time I looked up, they're just running free. Um, and I, yeah. I don't they're my, number, they're my number three. And yeah, they're number, yeah, they're number yeah. three. Reason being that they're not one or two is because of that double digit number just in general. But there's no way Carolina can even score remotely with them. It doesn't even matter the defense. Carolina just not putting up points. And obviously we know what Miami does. Two touchdowns with Miami. There's quite a few teams. I'm taking Miami over over that. Carolina is almost like a gift up against yeah. Miami. I was surprised this wasn't 14 and a half just to get that two touchdown thing. Yeah. I yeah. just don't think I just don't think Vegas has adjusted to the and the pro betters that set these lines. I just don't think they've adjusted to to the reality of the season yet. Uh, which yeah. is which is good. That's an opportunity for for people who aren't in conglomerates or pro betters to to have a little fun. I'd say unless it's raining, it's it's Miami big. Yeah. All right. Moving down to uh two teams that aren't quite as dynamic, the Colts at the Jaguars. Uh John and I discussed the Colts haven't actually won in Jacksonville since 2014. Uh wow. Yeah, so John put it at four and a half. I had it at three and a half. It is, did you? It is three and a half. It's up to four uh, favoring the Jags right now. Uh, this is actually my uh, second biggest bet of the week. Uh, I have the Colts plus four. Wow. Yep. Um, I'm a little surprised by that. Uh, just giving me four points in a divisional game, and I think Indy's actually not as bad as I thought they were going to be coming in the season, and I'm not sure Jacksonville's is good. Um, they're also Jacksonville just in Buffalo for two weeks or in uh, London for two weeks. Um, you know, coming back home, no buy, trying to get acclimated again to, you know, the time zone and being back home. I just, I like Andy in the spot and his number. Well, you're going in depth there. I appreciate, uh, you know, analyzing the travel schedule. That's fantastic. <laughs> I I can't uh, I can't lean Indy, especially uh, with and it's not that I I'm, I'm not a Minshew hater by any means. Uh, I think he's a very serviceable backup. But Jacksonville coming off of a of a solid win against Buffalo, the offense clicks a little bit better than Indy's defense. Defensively, probably give the nod to Indy, but not not enough to overcome four points in my opinion. I'm taking Jacksonville at home. If it wasn't Indy and you had that same travel schedule, I may lean your way, but give me Jacksonville at home. All right. Little little uh little against each other. Maybe we'll just cut out the vig and bet with each other this week. Uh, Deal. moving on to to two of the teams I've really enjoyed watching this year. Um, one because I picked them to be good, the other because I, I just love watching these young players and the way they play is the Saints at the Texans. Um, I think we all got pretty close on this one. You had New Orleans a little higher than than me and John. John, and I or I'm sorry, John had a two and a half as well. I had it one and a half. Uh, it is one and a half uh, for the Saints over the Texans in in Houston. Um, this is uh your your uh your two weight your second best bet of the week or second least of the five. Uh, yeah, so my number four Saints, overall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Saints is my number one uh, team over for the for the year. They're other than the Packers, 
debacle where they lost. They blew the 17-point lead. I think they've looked really well. Houston's been surprising uh, to me, and this is not an anti-Houston pick. It's more of a pro-Saints pick. Uh, Houston's, Houston's been playing well. They're at home. But New Orleans, too much firepower. Kamara's back. Uh, too many receivers, and their defense is solid. As much as uh, I like the promise of what Houston's doing, huge C.J. Stroud fan, obviously being a Buckeye, I'm going Saints. Too much firepower. Defense too good. Yeah, I was, I was surprised um, that I was that I was right on this line, and this was more me guessing on what Vegas would do than what I actually think. New Orleans, honestly, New Orleans almost made my five. Um, I, I, I like that number. I think it's a bad matchup for Houston. Uh, and I think New Orleans is, is a really underrated team right now. Especially with yeah. especially with Derek Carr back there. If Jameis was playing, if Winston was their quarterback, I'd probably honestly lean Houston. Um, but we'd also, yeah. we'd also have a different. I agree. I agree. And also, I'll I'll throw this little bit in here too. If this was next year, this would be probably a different pick. Yeah, you, know, you give Houston maybe one or two more players. You give CJ Stroud and a sec. You know, obviously his rookie year out of the way into his second year. This could be a different story. But right now. And not that CJ Stroud's playing like a rookie because he's not. He's breaking records. Um, I'm still going to go Saints. There's too much, too much experience, too much firepower, and and I, and I lean their defense as well. All right, then we get into the afternoon, the later afternoon game. The Cardinals. I'm sorry, the Patriots at the Raiders. Almost skipped, almost skipped over that one on purpose. The first, of the afternoon. which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I if I'm going to skip a game, it might as well be this one. Uh, yeah. Bill Belichick, I uh, think somebody's going to have to show him where he's going. Uh, he just seems lost. He seems lost. I read a report that uh, that uh, I think it was shared in our group text uh, that Kraft is not opposed to, to parting ways midseason with him if this doesn't improve. Um, I don't know how much I believe that or put weight into it. Uh, I don't know. Belichick, if Belichick leaves midseason, it's going to be because Belichick leaves midseason. Next. I was getting ready to say the same thing. Uh, Belichick's earn the right to do what Belichick wants to do. Uh, I could see them saying, hey, Bill, you're not going to be the GM anymore. It's just not working out. And I think that's I think, what they should do. I think that's healthy for an organization. I think you need an independent GM with a coach. You need somebody saying, hey, I understand you're the coach, but this is how it's going to work. Um, so we got Vegas. Uh, Vegas favored by two and a half, which you got right. Um, I had a minus two. John had a minus three and a half. John is way off, or not way off, but he's just off the New England train. Uh, maybe fortunately, uh, the pro betters are still on New England. Uh, that line is at three right now. Uh, it bumped up to three and a half momentarily, I heard, and the the sharp, the pro betters just started pouring money on the Patriots. So they're like, okay, we'll go back down to three. That's just... I don't understand it. I don't understand how it goes up. They just, you know, they... Uh, the pro betters weren't even betting a side there. They were betting that number. They were betting that big yeah. three and a half number, which is a huge. Yeah, I mean, if you're betting a number and you close your eyes, sure. But if you're if you're looking at it again yep. to hit on New England's defense, you lose three studs. Their offense hasn't uh, scored this century or since Tom Brady. I had to have one Tom Brady plug in. Uh, they haven't scored since Tom Brady. Uh, I love you, Tom. Um there's just no way that there's just no way that you could actually be confident on the pass. Give me the home team here. I don't care who they're playing. Yeah, I just I 
I don't I don't trust Vegas enough. And also you got Belichick against a former assistant, which has a trend. Um, but all those trends are out the window right now with doing it because they don't. Tom Brady's now walking through that door, and right now they might as well have like John playing quarterback for him right now because they just yeah, or at least wide receiver. I, Mac, I hear he yeah, looks Mac Jones. Mac. Mac Jones isn't the answer, and I know we talked about you know you, me, and John were talking the other day. You know, if, if you put Mac Jones on on the Niners, you know, is he Brock Purdy? And and I disagree with that assessment. I think Brock Purdy just sees the field better, um, anticipates the play better. I think. Jones just looks lost. Now, Purdy obviously has much, much better weapons around him with, with Kittle <laughs> and McCaffrey. You know, that's that's a pretty and Debo yeah. and Ayuk. Yeah, I mean he's got he's got a loaded a loaded stable of weapons there. Um but it's it's not a fair comparison. It, that's always the toughest comparison, right? If you did if you put this person over here, they'd be and that's a tough. That's a tough one. Yeah, um, we've we've seen some changes, and they don't they don't always work out. Right, but I think Purdy, just Purdy solid. Just just watching Purdy in the pocket, and he's you know he's still got to process those things and get the ball where it needs to be, and 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 he's doing that. And I I wouldn't trust Mac Jones to do it. But you're on the you're on the Vegas here. I don't trust Vegas enough to make them one of my five, but I probably will have them uh, picked in our contest where we pick all the games, but just have them a little lower. Uh, yeah. Probably like a six, five or six weight out of 16. Same. All Same. right. So then we go on to the two green and white teams. Uh, again, I skipped a game really in a hurry to get yeah. really in a hurry to get to the Dallas chargers game. Uh, so we got Arizona at the Rams. Um, Arizona's just been totally owned uh, by uh, McVay uh, over the seasons. Uh, you had it only LA minus two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that I was this wrong on this line. Yeah. I, I don't, I just don't trust them that much. Even with uh, Cooper Cup back? Even with Cooper Cup back. Cooper Cup is showing me he's a possession receiver like last week. Um, you know, I know you got you're gonna have to throw deep to two two a couple times. Puka's in there too. Definitely a lot more firepower on the Rams, especially with Connor being out with Arizona. Kyler's not back yet, even though Josh Dobbs played pretty well. Did not play well last game, but it's just uh I'm not shocked now that after I see the my two and a half pick and go to seven. I'm not, it's not like, okay, I, I get it. But I still think that's a lot of points uh, for a team that hasn't really shown, you know, the ability to, to really put somebody away or they've just kind of been playing mediocre in my opinion. So I don't know if I'm strong enough to bet Arizona, but seven points, you're getting me there. Yeah. Yeah. If it goes to, if it gets to seven and a half, eight, maybe. And it, you know, also, might tease the Rams down to one. So, yeah, yeah, I like that play. I mean, you give me Rams one, two, three points, no, no brainer. But you're talking about a touchdown or better. You, you got to show me something. Yeah, yeah. Like the Rams, I'm gonna have to mark that down. The Rams could be a teaser, a teaser play this week with somebody else. Yeah, I can find another game that crosses those lines, which may be the next one, uh, which I tried to get to quicker. Uh, Philly at the Jets. Yeah, uh, and you had Philly four and a half. I had him five and a half. John had him six. 
the line opened at six and a half. It's currently seven uh, for the Eagles, minus seven. Uh, that's a lot of points to go against that, the Jets. Um, but, uh, you know, Philly can just beat you in so many different ways. They're, yeah. You know, I, was, I was telling John in our pod, you know, yesterday, yeah, they can they can blitz you and outscore you, you know, put forty five up on you, or they can be like, you know what, we're just not giving you the ball back this half, as they did against the Rams, or they controlled yeah. the ball like the last ten minutes of the football game. If this is a pick'em game, you know, if you were, we were just playing pick'em, you know, who's the winner? I'm taking Philly ten times out of ten. You give me seven points with the Jets at home. I think they got enough. They definitely have enough on defense to stay within seven. Offensively, now I know it was Denver. They they look pretty good. They've actually played with a few teams, even with the Chiefs, and you know, a, a few points to stay close enough. Give me seven. I'll take the Jets. I'm not overly confident in it. I'm still taking Philly. If you said, hey, who's going to win? Um, it's going to be Philly. So maybe the Rams. Philly is a great teaser. Yeah. With a touchdown on each, I, I mean, I, I kind of got to the opposite side on both between Arizona. And Jets. Yeah, um, yeah. The only the only thing negative I'll say about about that process is the Jets are coming off a real Denver. Um, you know, playing for Hackett. You know, the big with the Peyton calling out Hackett publicly. You know, I think they really really wanted to perform well uh, last week, and that can be you know coming from altitude traveling can be a little. Rough on the body as well. I know Philly's coming from the West Coast. Uh, yeah, it's a game up. One thing I'll stay here. away from Philly. The Philly teaser with the Rams could be a nice play because um, those always work out when you tease two touchdown favorites. They always cover or they always win outright. Never goes wrong. Um, yeah, that's sarcasm. If, uh, <laughs> for your prop, for your prop people out there. I need to look up. This is what I'm gonna be looking up on this game. The Sauce Gardner move on the field in terms of sides. I think he, I think he stays on one side. <laughs> um, that's going to be something I'm going to look at for the wide receivers for Philly between Devonte Smith and AJ. If he stays with AJ, take the under. Uh, if he does stay on the one side, uh, I'm, I'm probably, probably going to look forward to both of them hitting the over. Those numbers are probably going to be somewhere between with Devonte Smith, probably around 55, 65, Agent Brown, probably around 70, 75. I take the over on both. Okay. So it depends. It really depends on what Sauce does. And I think I saw where Sauce barely moves sides if he if he even, does, even does. So um, I'll got to double check that before my next one. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Uh, going on to uh, my Lions, who are flexed into the afternoon games, um, the late afternoon games. Uh, Brun is going to love this because I like to watch Detroit. And so it's going to. Take carve out my nice Sunday afternoon for me here. Um, you and seven other people. <laughs> Detroit at Tampa. Hey, the Lions bandwagon is getting full, buddy. And they're a fun team to watch. Uh, I had this uh, Detroit minus three. Uh, you had Tampa Bay favored one and a half. Uh, John had minus one and a half for Detroit. The actual line was Detroit minus three and a half. Uh, it's come down to three, which I'd like to see, although it is minus 120. So that's probably going to go back up to three and a half before kick. Uh, wow, yeah, Tampa favored. Yeah, tell me about. Yeah. Tell me why Tampa's favored. Home team, Detroit, going down to uh, to Tampa, outdoors, golf, outdoors. 
a lot of things going against the history of Detroit. This is a team. This is a game here. I think I kind of touched on this on the recap as we kind of looked looked ahead as as one to circle to watch. Detroit traveling down to Tampa and playing a Tampa team that's playing really well. Uh, they're playing above what they were definitely slotted to by probably almost everyone, especially with Baker Mayfield coming as your QB. This is a game Detroit, I think, needs to show that they can win something on the road, something to a team that's playing pretty hot. And like I said, you got to take away week one against KC because they did it then. Yeah, I was, I was, was going to ask if winning on the road at KC was something. No, no, it, it, it's it's huge, but it it was week one. Uh, you know, Kelsey, uh, Kelsey Alchi. Um, uh, yeah, I I just think this is a game where typical Detroit with the with the hype that they've kind of earned here lately. This is a game that they lose. So show me you can win it, and I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll stop dogging them each week no i you know i, I did say earlier uh, with john that you know this is a tough matchup for detroit offense de- versus defense because tampa bay can stop the run detroit loves to run um not sure if i'm on Ra's back this week uh but then it's also a pretty p- tough matchup for tampa bay defensively because one thing baker doesn't do is play well under pressure and one thing that detroit defensive line is brings the pressure so hutchinson is on on a tear yeah he is just those those two defensive ends can just get at you and uh if baker starts having to run around and and make plays on the move that could get bad for tampa quickly i just wish somebody would buy aiden hutchinson enough eye black he always (laughs) needs to run out and i don't know why just somebody just please do sticks instead of one um just I, i don't get it i don't get i don't understand it i hate it uh, please just do the other eye or don't do either one. Wrong side, right result. You come for the football, you stay for the makeup tutorial. Uh, it looks so that's for the, that's for the, that's for the Swifty fans that might be joining us now that if they're listening to the NFL. Uh, I mean, what does the sun only get in your eyes, you know, on one, one side? Is that maybe it's the side that he, you know, the opposite side that he lines up on. He doesn't have to worry about wow. that at left side. Gosh, just do both or none. <laughs> All right, Aiden, uh, if we have you on for an interview, that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, yeah, why do you only do one side? And why is it so much on the one side? <laughs> I'm going to reach out to some people and see if we can get Aiden on here and, and see. That. I bet he's probably the same guy that probably has like a six-piece chicken nugget and he eats all the ranch with three of them and he doesn't leave the other. He's got to have the other three without ranch. <laughs> he takes the skin off of two of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll bet he's a good dude to talk to. He looks like a fun guy. Um. All right, then we go another big, big favorite line. Uh, Giants traveling uh, across the state, upstate to Buffalo. Uh, John once again trying to get some. Think Vegas is trying to get their money back. Had them minus fourteen and a half. Uh, I had them ten and a half. Uh, Nate had them only eight and a half. I'm not sure why you would yeah. only favor. You're going to explain that one here in a second. The actual line is thirteen and a half. Uh, what it opened at. Um, I'll give John a little props here because it is now at 14 and a half for Buffalo. Um, and this is actually, this is one of my five. Uh, this is my uh, second weighted one. Uh, I just, I don't like the giants, but maybe you can tell me why it's only eight and a half and make me rethink my decision here. I've got nothing strong enough to make you rethink. 
I really didn't think uh, they would put a big line like that on Buffalo after last week's performance. Uh, don't, don't they travel back as well the same way that Jacksonville does from London? Yeah, but uh, you Jacksonville's playing an actual football team. Well, they still travel. They were, they were in London, and, and it's probably a little bit tougher to to go back and forth like that on your body than staying over the weeks and then coming back. But um, I don't I don't have anything strong there. I, I just really didn't think uh, the NFL or uh, Vegas would put uh, that big of a number on them. Um, definitely over a touchdown, no doubt. I thought about nine and a half there on my guess. Hey yo! All right, so I thought about going. Thought about going nine and a half, eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I got cut off there. Um, some real estate calls every now and then. Sometimes you actually have to do work. My bad. I I thought about going nine and a half. I didn't think I didn't think Vegas would put them as a double digit on this one, even though the Giants are atrocious. Daniel Jones doesn't play. Definitely, it's a double-digit game, no doubt. But Hot take, that's actually better for the Giants. No way. That's <laughs> Tyrod Taylor, your backup. I, I still disagree. You, you just a little rust, a little rust. Even though I like Tyrod, if he was now, if he if he played the last couple of weeks, sure, I would agree with you. However, there's there's some rust you got to shake off, and doing it against Buffalo, not. Not the time to do it, so I would not agree with that statement. But I'm not surprised by the line. Um, yeah, my 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 guess was way off, but I just I Buffalo like thrives on beating the crap out of really bad teams, and uh, and I think this is obviously one of those spots. Uh, yeah. Giants, Giants, I thought would underperform compared to last year, but they are really underperforming compared to last year. I can still. I look at this team and I'm like, how did you win a playoff game last year? How did you get in the playoffs last year? So, yeah, you, you've definitely uh, dogged the Giants and the Vikings many times about <laughs> their playoff, the playoff right. run last year. Yeah. Yes, I did. All right. So we got uh, Monday night. I think it's pretty, pretty, a pretty entertaining game. Uh, Cowboys coming off an absolute thrashing uh, from the Niners. Uh, taking on the Chargers, uh, who are only two and two. I think they may be one of the better two and two teams in the league, or they could just be the worst coach two and two team in the league. Uh, that's going to be in Los Angeles. Uh, John had Chargers minus one and a half. Uh, you had Dallas minus one and a half. I had Dallas minus two and a half. I'm going to pat myself on the back here because I got it right. It's Dallas minus two and a half. It's still minus Dallas two and a half. Uh, I think it's probably going to be 70, 30 Cowboys fans in that stadium. For sure. Yeah. That's the Chargers don't really have a home field, uh, fan base and the Cowboys, they have a pretty strong following wherever they go, but in Southern California, for sure. Um, their, uh, their, their off season training facilities are right up the road in thousand Oaks. Um, oh, this is, this is going to be a while. This is going to be who screws up the most. Yeah, and the Chargers are tip the typical Chargers game here. They're gonna they're gonna score forty and they're gonna give up forty. They'll they'll somehow blow it. They've got a solid. They're solid on both sides of the ball. I don't know how their games always go that way. 
it, it always feels like that's 35, 35 going in with, you know, five minutes left in the game. And like, how did you get here? You've got a Bosa, you got Derwin James. Uh, don't they have, then they get Mac as well. I mean, this is, this is a team that's loaded on defense and they can't put it together and stop anyone. Dallas after last week's debacle, this is going to be a game where you're going to see you're going to see what's Dallas made out of. Uh, with Trayvon Diggs gone for the year, I said it last week that that's going to be that's that's huge. Obviously, you're, you're losing one of the top guys. You just don't reload that position um, or reload as good, I should say, because you still put a player back in. Yeah, you don't play uh, with ten people. You covered no, you don't play with ten. You so covered you that reload. last week. Yes, um, this is going to be a, this is going to be a. a a telling game for both for both teams chargers at home even though it's probably not technically home field advantage th- this will be a fun one to watch there, there, you should see some fireworks here you should see the best of both of them especially after dallas's uh thrashing that they got if, if dallas comes out flat here it could be an ugly season for them if they come out flat here i you might see jerry jones doing a little bit more than just owning the team and GMing the team. You're going to see him on the sidelines. I would give McCarthy maybe <laughs> maybe one or two more weeks. Yeah. I don't know if Dallas is a fire the coach in the middle of the season kind of franchise, but um, yeah, they need, they need to show they can bounce back from that really, really bad performance. Well, I don't think we listed McCarthy as the people safe from being fired in the middle of the season. No, I just don't know if Dallas is that team that fires coach in the middle of the season. That's that's they they see themselves as kind of a prestige franchise, and I don't think I just don't think that's their culture. But I could be wrong. I saw McCarthy, I mean, if, if, he gets, uh, if he gets beat by thirty again, you know, all bets are off on that one. So, well, I hope to see it. The only the only two coaches I think are absolutely safe from that kind of thing are Tomlin and Belichick. So, yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll agree there. Oh, Andy Reid. And Andy, well, but Andy Reid's not on a marginally good team. Yeah, they just play mediocre. They just they just play good enough to win. Yep, they don't do any more than they have to. He's a genius that way. And they bring a few guys in stripes along with them. <laughs> uh, one last thing, I'll leave you with that I forgot to mention in the Vikings Bears game. Unless the weather is a factor, I think that over at forty four is really low. So, I would agree. Little little tidbit there. There's two teams of the word defense. And well, it is in Chicago. And yeah, also you gotta check the weather this time of year. So Purdue, Ohio State travels to Purdue this week, and it is supposed to be 20 mile an hour wind with 60% chance of rain. So it's not too far off from Chicago. It's a little bit closer than what we are here in Columbus. So there there may be some some wetness going, you know, depending on how big that front that goes through there. So Something to keep an eye on for sure. It's a great little tidbit, I think, that you added. Yeah. All right, Nate. Anything else before we uh, sign off for uh, this week? Man, go Bengals. Uh, San Fran, bring home the money. Philly, get the money line. Other than that, no. Another great week. Uh, always entertaining to do this. Always entertaining to watch on Sunday and then see uh, see where we're right, see where we're wrong. That was that. That's a lot of fun, and talking these out is uh, it, it's it's helpful. Yeah, uh, I hope it. I hope it helps every every uh, all the twelve people that listen. Uh, tell your friends about it. Uh, we'd love to get more of your friends in here uh, listening to us. Uh, be be wrong 
Um, but as the tagline says, we know less than you think. Uh, so thanks, thanks for joining us again, Nate. Uh, we will uh, talk to you next week. I hope to do one more with John to get his top five picks in this week uh, so he can be your, your go-to, your first stop for all things NFL on your drive to work or maybe your drive home from work. All right, thanks again, Nate, and thank you, everybody absolutely, else. Man. Thank you, everybody thank else. Thank you, I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Love having you as part of the team. Uh, back here on Wrong Side or Right Result. We'll see you next time.